it can be a bit difficult for modern Christians to fully grasp the events of Good Friday. But try for a moment to enter into the minds of Jesus' disciples as these events unfolded 2,000 years ago. Just try to experience the shock that each of them must have felt. Jesus, the Christ, the one sent by God to be their king and to end their suffering, died. The one sent to bring them peace, security, and prosperity, died. And he died before any of these goals were accomplished. This was not what any of the disciples had expected. Even though Jesus predicted that he would go to Jerusalem to die, they did not really expect it to happen. There was nothing that Jesus could have said for them to expect this, especially after they had seen him open the eyes of the blind man and raise a man from the dead. The hopes and dreams and expectations of these disciples, the way they'd envisioned their future, did not come to pass as they'd hoped. And so while it might be hard for us to enter into the experience of the disciples, it's not hard for us to understand the frustration and sadness that they must have felt. For we, too, often struggle with the reality of our hopes, dreams, and expectations not going as planned. Things don't go according to plan, and we suffer because of it. We become ill with afflictions that we knew about, but never thought would actually impact us. Relationships between family members and friends, they break down as time goes on. People we were once close to seem like strangers. Marriages end in ways that we didn't think would be possible. And perhaps worst of all, our loved ones are often taken from us much sooner than we expect. So we do know, to a certain degree, what was going on in the minds of the disciples as they saw their future being ripped from their hands. We also know that many of the ways in which they responded to this shock. Consider the example of Simon Peter. When the soldiers showed up to arrest Jesus, and Peter began to sense that things were out of his control, he tried to take matters into his own hands. He resorted to violence to try to force his will and his expectations on others and on God. He lashed out at the high priest's slave, cutting off his ear. We aren't unlike Peter. Sometimes when we sense things are out of our control and that these things aren't going the way we expect, 
we too lash out violently. And this can include harmful words as well as harmful actions. We'll fight for what it is that we want. And if we have to ruin a reputation in the process of trying to get it, we will. And we also know that when we become jealous of the people who have the life that we wanted for ourselves, it can be comforting to use our words to cut them down to size, even behind their backs. Then there's Judas. The Gospel of John doesn't tell us what happened to Judas after he turned Jesus over to the authorities. Matthew, however, tells us that after seeing Jesus condemned, Judas seriously regretted what he had done. Judas began to feel guilt because he believed that he had ruined God's plan. And this guilt caused him to despair, and it drove him to suicide. Guilt has the power to kill us when it piles up on us. It can drive some to suicide, but even if it does not end a life, it can cause serious feelings of self-hatred. How could I have let this happen is the question we ask. And the question itself brings with it feelings of shame, such that our opinions of ourselves weaken to the point where we can no longer see that God is at work in us. Contrast the violent reaction of Peter and the guilt and the self-hatred of Judas with the response of Christ. We know that Jesus did not want to undergo the crucifixion. In the Garden of Gethsemane, while he was in agony, he asked God to spare him the pain of the cross. But he added, Father, let your will be done. And we're told that at the moment of death, he handed his spirit over to the Father. He said, Father, into your hands I entrust my spirit. Throughout his suffering, Jesus remained at peace. He didn't lash out at others. In fact, he prayed for them. He said, Father, forgive them. They do not know what they're doing. Jesus did not despair. Instead, he confidently entrusted his spirit to the Father, saying, into your hands I commend my spirit. As we've often reflected on here at St. Rose and the other parishes in the county, faith in Jesus' death does not mean that we'll be ultimately spared from the many things that life will throw at us. Even the best disciples, the best among us, the best members of our parish, even they undergo terrible trials from time to time. What faith in Jesus offers us is that these trials now have very deep meaning. He gives our suffering a purpose. 
God does not waste our suffering and our sadness. He makes use of it. He uses it to draw close to us. God takes our suffering and fills it with His presence. And He teaches us to see these terrible things as He sees them. And when we see these terrible trials that we go through like Jesus sees them, we will be able to respond to them just like He did. Not with anger or violence. Not with self-hatred or despair. But with peace. Yes, the very same peace that Jesus experienced in the midst of His suffering is given to us. And we make His presence visible in the world. And so for centuries now, Catholics have gathered together on this day of Good Friday to venerate the cross. We come forward and literally embrace the cross. The cross which symbolizes all of the suffering that we go through as individuals and as a parish. We embrace our cross, but not because we love suffering, but because we love God, who makes Himself present to us in our suffering. We embrace our crosses because God has made these crosses holy, and it's in our crosses where we encounter His presence. The disciples of Jesus did not know what God had planned three days later. And neither do we fully know how God is at work in the midst of our struggles. But the story of Jesus is not over. And neither is our story. We will gather again tomorrow night for the Easter Vigil to hear how this story ends. And it continue to grow in our awareness of the plan that God has for each one of us.